Okay, so when you think Hollywood heartthrobs, this guy probably comes to mind. However, did you know that his two front teeth are fake? Yeah, they got knocked out as a kid. Who is it? Find out on This Is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it is Safer Internet Day today. Safer Internet Day aims to not only create a safer internet, but also create a better internet. This is like that HBO show, right? The whole Web 3.0 thing, I I think, is actually happening and distributed internet. But anyway, uh, today uh, is basically about empowering the use of technology, responsibility, respectively, and um, creatively. Find out how you can get involved by clicking the link in the description. It's also National Kite Flying Day today. The largest number of kites ever flown in a single line. I don't know how this is true. (laughs) I don't see photos but I see it on the internet, so I guess it's got to be true, right? Um, okay, largest amount of kites flown in a single line, 11,284. That just seems unreal to me. Like, I don't know how they did that. It's a Japanese kite maker that did this. And um, okay, I'm going to go with that. Okay, how about the largest kite? Let's see if we believe this one. Uh, 55 by 22 meters. Since, you know, we're in the United States, we don't understand what meters is, so we have no idea if that's big or small. So we'll just go with that one. How about the fastest speed of a kite? Well, that is over 120 miles per hour. Uh, I'll go with that one. I'll believe that's true. <laughs> now now I'm, I'm testing my facts to see if they're true or not. Um, how about this one? Uh, did you know that people were actually flying kites 1,000 years before paper was invented? Yeah, it was like leaves and stuff for kites. So you didn't even need paper back then. Uh, in fact, you'd probably use that as toilet paper back then. Uh, kite flying was banned in Japan during the Cultural Revolution. And anyone flying a kite was sent to jail for three years and their kites were destroyed. Over 50 million kites are sold in the United States every year. And of those All but one are stuck in a tree. All right, we got to take a look at our podcast of the day because, yeah, I only take up 10 minutes of your day, so that leaves you with a whole lot of time to feel with other great podcasts. So each day we feature a new podcast for you to check out. And our podcast of the day today is Screens of the Stone Age. Okay, this podcast is where scientists review movies about prehistorical people. How cool is that? Yeah, you've got Joshua Lindell. You've got Dr. Kimberly Plump. You've got Dr. Ross Barnett. And basically, they're trying to debunk scientific misconceptions and discuss the real-life archaeological discoveries that inspire your favorite caveman movies. And they're talking like Ice Age to Iceman to Clan of the Cave Bear to Planet of the Apes. You got to love that they're talking about Planet of the Apes. Now, technically, that's the future, but I I still think that that works in this whole thing, right? Yeah, we'll just go with it. And the great thing about them doing a podcast on the Planet of the Apes is guess what? I'm going to tie it into this day in history because on this day in 1968, Planet of the Apes was released. So go check out that episode of this podcast. It's linked in the description. You can learn about Planet of the Apes 
today on the day it was released. How cool is that? Also, in the description, you're going to see a link to our Patreon account. Become a Patreon in just like three bucks a month. You're going to receive commercial free access to the podcast. You're going to join me for behind the scenes live streams of recordings, and you're going to get your birthday mentioned alongside the celebrities. Click on the link in the description for details and to join. All right, let's go back for some other items in history. We're going to go way back here to 1837. Richard Johnson becomes the first vice president of the United States that was chosen by the United States Senate. Yeah, uh, this is basically because of the 12th Amendment. So when the Electoral College can't get a majority, well, you've got to have somebody as vice president, right? So the Senate gets to move forward and actually pick who that vice president is. So our ninth vice president was not elected by the people, but instead appointed by the Senate the vice president uh, was vice president from March 4th, 1837 until March 4th, 1841. It's a long time, right? But he actually, in that time, took a long leave of absence. Yeah, during that time, it was the panic of 1837. So he took a nine-month absence. So you, you would think that it's the panic of 1837. We need to have our politicians in Washington... But, well, he had a farm and a tavern, and he was afraid that, well, there's financial issues coming, you know, like with the panic of 1837. I don't want my farm to go under or my tavern, so I'm going to go home and take care of that instead of doing my vice presidential duties. Imagine if Kamala Harris did that. <laughs> Just goes back to San Francisco to take care of her tavern. I don't think that would go over too well on Fox News or even CNN if she, if she did that. Uh, of course, though, then there's the question of what the heck are the vice presidential duties, right? Like we've made jokes in the past about how they just go to funerals and they kind of do some of the, the odd stuff that the president doesn't want to do because really – their role is to jump in if he's no longer able to do his job, right? So, okay, what do they do? Well, here's the thing. 18 American presidents didn't have a vice president for part of their terms. And of those 18, four went the entire term with no vice president. So I guess maybe they could. Uh, just go off and take that nine-month vacation to go take care of their tavern. And actually, even the president takes off plenty of time. I, I looked a little into presidential vacations, and I decided, okay, let's look at our last few presidents. Now, we can't really do this for Biden because we don't know how much vacation he's actually taken yet, but at the end of his term, we're going to figure out how much, uh, what percentage, I guess, of his term was spent on vacation. Now, we do have those numbers for previous presidents, including Donald Trump. Check out this. He actually took off about 25% of his term. 381 days were spent on vacation. Now, I, I don't want to be like just, you know, talking about just Trump, right? Let's let's go to the prior president and talk about Barack Obama. Well, guess what? About 11% of his term, 328 days. Uh, that's about 41 days a year on vacation. Now, let's see. We get um, on average about two weeks, uh, but the president there got 41 days. Now, what about George Bush? Well, George W. Bush, he took off 
a lot of vacation. He spent a lot of time at his ranch in Texas. He took off, I'm sorry, 1,020 days. That's 34% of his term. Bill Clinton, 345 days, or about 11% of his term. And uh, George H.W. Bush, well, about 36% of his term, 543 days. He was only president for four years. That's 136 days a year. I would love to get 136 days a year off. That would that would that would kind of be awesome. But I, I mean, I guess you know. I mean, come on, they work the weekends too, so I guess we'll give them that. Uh, Ronald Reagan, by the way, 866 days of vacation, or about 29 percent of his term. But when we're looking at percentage of term, George W. Bush over the last few presidents here um, took the most vacation days. All right, uh, let's take a look. I, I, I gave you a little trivia question there at the beginning here. The Hollywood heartthrob that had his teeth knocked out as a kid was James Dean. Yeah, it happened while, a, while he was swinging on a trapeze in his aunt and uncle's barn. And um, yeah, on occasion, he would actually take his fake teeth out while he was talking to people, just to kind of joke around. Yeah, it is James Dean's birthday today, born in 1931, died in 1955. Nick Nolte turns 80. Is that right? Like that that seems crazy to me. Uh, Mary Steenburgen is 68. John Grissom, 66. Vince Neal, 60. And Clay Thompson is 31. That's your look at February 8th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.